Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up on a new devotional called How to Love Your Neighbors in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of this podcast if you want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and then Tori's going to pick up with the devotional. Let's do it. The scripture is Leviticus 19, verse 18, and it says this, Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against a fellow Israelite. But love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. The devotional is titled, Who's My Neighbor? It says, love your neighbor. Whether you're familiar with the Bible or not, you've probably heard this phrase. This command was first written in Leviticus 19 verse 18 in the Old Testament and comes right after we read that we shouldn't seek revenge or hold a grudge against people. When we think about our neighbors in the literal sense, We think it's someone who actually lives next door to us. In order to know what neighbor truly means, we have to go back to the original Hebrew text of Leviticus 19.18. The word for neighbor is plesion, and it means friend or any other person. Basically, we're supposed to love everyone. You know, that argumentative family member, the friendly man at the grocery store, the frustrating lady down the street the sweet child in another country, the person who voted differently than you. That's quite a lofty command, isn't it? But it's essential, so much so that Jesus made it the second most important command. In Matthew 22, verse 36 through 39, it says, Teacher, which command in the law is the most important? Jesus answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and most important command, and the second command is like the first, love your neighbor as you love yourself. It's quite a challenging command, and even feels a bit unattainable. It might appear more realistic if the verse said, hey, love your neighbor when they're being nice to you and when everything is going great, but if they upset you or do something to annoy you, then you don't have to love them. You get a pass. But Jesus was pretty clear. We should love our neighbors all the time. So, how do we actually love our neighbors? We love God first and ourselves second. Loving God first means that we receive his love for us because he loved us first. God's love for us is unconditional. It's hard to fathom that kind of love and even harder to display. That's probably why we often sink to the level of loving other people only when it feels convenient. Loving ourselves isn't some type of self-absorbed love. Loving ourselves means we see our value because Jesus did, enough to die on the cross for us. Learning to love ourselves because of the value we have in Jesus will help us love our neighbors. When we love our neighbors, we are being the hands and feet of Jesus. The next few days of this plan will help us learn how to love our neighbors well. Yeah, that was pretty convicting for me because I the part where it talked about how are we loving people even whenever it's not convenient for us because yeah. we've talked about it on different videos, but it's so easy to love people that are lovable mm-hmm. and it's so easy to love people when it kind of fits our narrative or fits our, our calendar yeah. or it fits our budget yeah. or it fits our time, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and but 
God is calling us to do so much more than that. Right. Of course, we don't want to fall on the side of just being a people pleaser where we're serving man, Mm -hmm. we're serving God, but we end up serving man through God because he calls us to love our neighbor. Right. But I love that the, the point being made throughout the whole devotional, which is that the only way we can truly do this regarding love ourself and then love our neighbor as ourself is when we first love God because mm-hmm. that's we can only learn how to do that when we are loving God because God will teach yeah. us the correct way to do that instead of yeah. a selfish way to go about it. Yeah, that's so good. I remember hearing the quote that this is more about marriage, but it was saying how marriage is a reflection of your relationship with God mm-hmm. because your relationship with God and how you're receiving love from him is going to truly impact the way you love your spouse. And I think it's the same when it comes to our neighbors how we treat others is a mirror of the intimacy we have with God. If we've truly embraced the grace of God, the forgiveness of God, then I think it makes it a lot easier to extend grace and extend forgiveness to those people who might be harder to love, but yet we're called to love them like Christ did. And we do have to ask ourselves every day, how would Christ love them in this situation? How would, how would Jesus act if Mm -hmm. he was in my shoes inside of this relationship. Um, but it is so important to have that intimacy with the Lord or we're not going to be able to love people like we're commanded to. Yeah. I remember reading this article once and it talked about how if, um, just say for example, that you have like this specific number, $86,400 in your bank account. Mm -hmm. And then you check one time and you see that $300 had been taken out and you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So now you have $86,100. Would you risk the $86,100 to go find out what happened to that $300? No. No, because it's like not worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, we just con- we coincidentally have 86,400 seconds in our day mm. and whenever 300 seconds or say 5 minutes of our time gets taken from us or it's ruined, we let that steal the rest of our day Mm. and we stop playing with what's called house money. But then whenever we realize that we have this well from God of forgiveness and love and mercy and grace and just, and all these great fruits of the spirit. Right. And we don't have to allow the way someone treats us to impact the way we treat them Mm. because we can go to our well that has all that rich love from Christ, and right. then we can share it with that person because we're not going to run out. Wow, that's so But good. we have to not look at that loss of, say, you know, 300 seconds or five minutes or right. the way someone treats us to make us lose the well that we currently have and we can operate with. Wow, that's powerful. You ready to pray sign out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this devotional today. Lord, we thank you for the prompting to love others better Lord, to not let frustration get the best of us, to not let our selfishness get the best of us, Lord, but to truly love others the way that you love us. Lord, but we can't do it without you. So would you help us embrace your love today, your forgiveness, your grace, so that we can be better extensions of your love here on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now is a perfect time to throw in that worship music and break out the journal and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.